Hello, welcome to We Live on a Planet right here on Anchor Radio. It's the morning edition. If you're here on the East Coast, it's morning. And it is morning here, or I am on the East Coast, so it's morning. It's Wednesday, January 17th, 2018. It's 25 degrees Fahrenheit, feels like 16, so that's really kind of feeling balmy compared to the way it was yesterday. What I can tell you what it was yesterday when I did the weather. 19 degrees, felt like 9 so, yeah, and the winds are out of the west at 8 miles per hour today. But it's we're getting some snow, and the snow's coming in, coming into the studios. We had some, and it's supposed to snow a little bit today. Excuse me, I was... Have you ever had one of those hard swallows? That's what I was just having, one of those hard swallows. So I wrote my own quote this morning, and I'm kind of excited. I don't know. I wrote I wrote the same one, and I wrote it twice, and I don't know which one I like better, but I... The one that I wrote and then made a meme out of it. Not a meme. Why do I always call it a meme? I just made a photo out of it and uh, put it up on Instagram. And it's from The Greatest American Hero, that show. Uh, I'm dating myself, but that was way back in the 80s. And um, I photoshopped like my face <laughs> into it. And it's an older photo of my face because that's from the 80s as well, that show. So... But what I wrote was, fear and doubt will hold you down. Learn to fly and fight for your dreams and never give up. And I don't know if it was okay, very good or not, but that's I liked it. And I wrote it myself instead of, you know, looking one up. And uh, the first way I wrote it was, fear and doubt will hold you back. Fight this. Fight for your dreams and never give up. So either one of them I kind of liked, but... I'm going to uh, put the link on it on the morning segment, hello, and uh, the picture of it. Greatest American Hero, that was a TV show, though, in the 80s. And this guy got, he comes across a super suit that some alien race leaves. And so we've been talking about aliens yesterday, I asked about aliens. And he gets this suit, though, and so we're going to, that's going to tie into some I got some call-ins that we're going to get to that um, are talking about the alien question that I had. But this, back to the Greatest American Hero, Google it or whatever if you can, or find it on Hulu or I'm not sure if it is. And uh, he gets this suit and he just doesn't get the instructions with it. So he doesn't know how to use it. And it's like a, it can, it's like a Superman suit almost, but Superman's already super because he's here as an alien, but... Here's now a human putting an alien suit on and gets the powers of Superman. Huh, that's kind of, never thought of it that way. But yeah, and uh, I watched it not that long ago, like maybe two years ago. I think I Googled it or whatever, and it was absolutely terrible. Like, um, one of the special effects, you could tell the stuntman because he had this curly wig on, and you could just, oh my God. It was a good show, though. So I'm going to put that link up, and then... Uh, when we come back, we'll get into a couple phone calls because my producer, um, yesterday, right after the show was over, we had some calls come into the station. And so they got put on the old reel-to-reel. And so we, we dusted off the reel-to-reel. <laughs> and uh, that's getting fired up today. Why not? You know, instead of taking the phone calls uh, right off from line one or line two, we'll take it off of reel-to-reel. So um, when we come back, we'll get into that and... Uh, Let's play, let's play the Greatest American Hero theme song. Why not? Why the hell not? It's We Live on a Planet right here on Anchor Radio. Thanks for tuning in. I'm glad you guys are here on a Wednesday edition.
stay safe stay tuned i'll be back and welcome back yeah so i remember that show well it was uh it was corny but it was good those are simpler times i remember playing little league baseball and uh jumping off like during in between games like or something or waiting for maybe just maybe waiting for to be picked up after practice and uh right near uh one of the baseball diamonds that we played at was this kind of a sand pit area that had some bigger sand mounds on i remember me and my friends as kids just jumping off and singing that song while you were trying to fly through the air you know i I was probably all of a i don't know what year that show came out i i want to say mid 80s mid early 80s so i was only uh 12 11 12 crazy how time flies and you know what else is uh how time flies is this seems like it was just yesterday this phone call oh well it was it was yesterday but it's still relevant because it says good morning and let's play a good morning call from from bobby from lighthouse reflections and that's who i have on the old reel to reel that we had dusted off the producer was able to save the recording and recover it and we have it now for you so stay tuned here it is Thanks for listening. Patrick, good morning, my friend. It's Bobby from Lighthouse Reflections. And the track in the background is Live This Day. Inspirational background music from Fearless Motivation Instrumentals. And after listening to your station this morning, I was compelled to call in. And the reason I was compelled to call in is because I have so much respect for what you're trying to do, my friend. And I don't know that you've ever put out a bad show. It may have felt pear-shaped to you. I didn't get a chance to hear your show yesterday. But I'm just going to tell you right up front, I doubt it. Because not only are you Mr. We Live on a Planet, but you're also Mr. Curious, Not Judgmental. Mr. I don't have the answers. I just want to be a good steward of my station, the planet, and my listeners. And all of that came out in this um, this, uh, segment this morning that, that you posted. I have so much respect for you, my friend. Patrick, it's Bobby one more time. And and one of the things I didn't get to say in my 59 seconds of the first message <laughs> was how much I respect you for your commitment to just showing up every day. You know, there's a lot of people that don't show up every day, my friend. And there's a lot of people that show up with a whole bunch of judgment. They do not show up curious. So stay curious, my friend. Keep showing up. Oh, the other thing is, my God, I have so much respect for you as well for just staying with all this through the snow. I I can't even imagine how many hours you've put into just moving snow around this year. And then to still be able to do your, your, your show and to go to the gym, to go to Planet Fitness and to broadcast about that. Dude. Give yourself a break, okay? Welcome back to We Live on a Planet. Thank you, Bobby. I mean that sincerely. Those were very, very kind kind words, and I I don't even know where to begin, but, you know, I think that I, having this commitment, you know, that's one of the things that I think that you're saying is helping me mentally, and so, yeah, and my fear and my doubt has been holding me down. That's why I wrote what I wrote today, and um, I'm really trying to actively pursue 
a healthier lifestyle and a healthier me, uh, becoming sober, actively um, grasp, you know, trying to grasp the reins that have fallen in between the yoke uh, of the covered wagon, I guess, that I've been driving around for how long and and uncovered. And now that I'm finally really just trying to to find the new me. So thank you, Bobby. Those are very, very, very nice words for you. And I feel a lot better. Uh, this this call, like I said, was about yesterday, uh, not yesterday's show, day before. And so he was talking about the day before show where I said, you know, I really felt like I just was struggling and it was pear-shaped and I, I second-guessed myself. And I think that we all do that. And that was coming into me. It, it happened the same time. when The first time when I came on Anchor, I was really liking it, liking it, and doing it, and then all of a sudden, I had that thing that comes up that sits on your shoulder, that self-doubt that says, you're no good enough, you're, or you're not good enough, um, this is nonsense, don't don't keep talking, all that stuff, and I fought through it, and then I kept pushing the red button, and I liked it, and then it just came creeping in again the other day, and I had to just fight it off, and it was just that that we do with everything. Mine just happens to be with Anchor right now because that's what what I've been using this platform and then also just been trying to put a lot of thought into the show and make it something that people would like to listen to and something that they can gain something out of it, some kind of benefit. And also for myself to gain something that I haven't had and try to have some goal of something that I would like to achieve and I don't know quite what it is, but it's... You know what it really is? I know what it is. It's just a, a healthier me. I'm not really looking for anything, right? It, today is a whole new day. <laughs> it sounds so corny, but it's true. So I'm just looking at what I have right now, and it's that I feel okay. I feel a lot better than I did the day before and everything. There's no reason to lament and go and try to face my fears and doubts that hold me down and learn to fly. I like I like that I it's not always easy to write my own quotes because I'm not a writer or anything and I'll have these creative bursts where I'll feel creative and in 2 days I'll look back at this and hopefully not have that thing that creeps up again that self-doubt that we all have and I feel like mine is so rapid well not feel I know it is that's what makes it so exhausting and I'm done with it I'm done talking about it right now too so Let's uh t- let's take another call though, because I have another call, and um, then we also I talked earlier about the Greatest American Hero, that TV show, and uh, how he got that super suit from the aliens, and um, I still have calls about the aliens, but I don't I don't think that my producers know this one's not about the okay no this one's not about the aliens. All right, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Hey, Patrick, I just want to send some positive vibes out to you. Uh, great show, and I like listening to what you were talking about earlier. And um, I totally understand what's going on with depression. Um, I just want to add some, some feedback. And, you know, just be careful on the reaffirmations of what you go through. Um, you know, like all artists, they criticize their work, you know, because it's not perfect enough. And just remember, your show is your show. And however it comes out, whether perfect or imperfect, it's all you, man. And it's great to listen to you. And the testament is your listeners. 
your callers will call in and let you know how they enjoy it, how they like it, and in a measure. And sometimes when you don't hear anything, yeah, it could put you in a question. But it's okay. Keep plugging forward. And I wish all the best for you, bro. And I look forward to uh, more of your cast. All right. Talk to you later. Welcome back to We Live on a Planet right here on Anchor Radio. Thank you, Jason. I appreciate that phone call. I appreciate phone calls when I hear from you, um, when I get the encouragement, when I get feedback, when we just chat, talk. I feel that's what we just did. So you're right. You know, I um, we it's we're our own worst enemies. I think we have enough uh, criticism in our in our life and everything, but it's really us that we do it to ourselves the most. We really, I know that I've struggled so much with that self doubt and uh, not good enough, and uh, I still I'm still just trying to get over that stuff. You know, I. I don't know. I'm just always judging and I try not to do it, but you're right, Jason. And thank you though, for the the kind words. And uh, I think that depression is something that a lot of people understand and they know, but it's just like everybody is so different. So can depression be different in each person? And uh, I was listening to Medicine Remix earlier today, and, you know, there's seasonal depression. And so you can get light boxes and everything, which people know. You can get, like, 50 bucks on uh, Amazon or something. And there's that type. And then there's also, the the like, with uh, the depression that I go through, you know, which is somebody that can have bipolar, just like I, I have, their depression is still going to be different than mine because every person's different. And so... I think that's when that curious, not judgmental part comes in too, that I've been trying to have where, I don't know, I compare always a lot too much instead of just, uh, mine is going to be different, you know, or how come I'm not here and this person's here? Why, how come I don't have this, the, the fancier whatever, cause I, cause I'm mentally screwed up or I'm this and I'm that and. I'm always trying to compare instead of just in living and just being me. And this is where I am right now. And this is where I'm supposed to be. Instead of society tells me I'm supposed to be at a different place in a different time in my life right now. I mean, is that is that accepting failure? Is that accepting subpar? Maybe. I don't know, but I have to at least stop or at least accept that I, I know that I do that, that I compare too much. And I, I think we all do that. I could be wrong, but I can't speak for you. I can speak for me. And, um, that's what I do. That's what I say. When I do this, we live on a planet pushing this to practice my thought process and we're doing it just happen to be doing it together. So uh, let's take another phone call that we got. And thanks for letting me ramble and thanks for tuning in. I hope you guys are doing okay. I hope you're enjoying yourself already on this Wednesday. If you're, if it's Wednesday, it might be Thursday, depending on where you are on this planet or when, depending on what time you're hearing this. So either way, I hope you're safe and uh, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. I'll be right back. Let's take one line. No, three, four. Well, I can't tell when you're... Four. Line four. All right, line four. We'll be right back. 
Hi Patrick, good morning. Good morning from my side and how are you doing? <laughs> Sorry for getting back to you late because I fell asleep last night and I'm waking up. Uh, and speaking of the competition, right, creative writing competition, um, it's still going on. I mean, I've already uh, submitted my, you know, my writing, but it hasn't been announced yet, so still waiting for that. I hope I can be a winner and get a new smartphone <laughs> for, my for my brother anyway. And yeah. Yeah, Patrick, I hope you're doing okay and have a good one. Welcome back to We Live on a Planet right here on Anchor Radio. Thank you, Eka, Eka, for that phone call. I really appreciate it. And uh, we were I was curious about her competition. She's in a writing competition, and she's writing one of the things in the competition that she wrote about was Anchor. So it was kind of neat, and I was wondering uh, if she had found out. So obviously she hasn't found out yet is what she was telling us, and so we'll put some positive vibes out there in the universe that she can maybe – win that smartphone for her brother i think that would be awesome so alrighty, um let's play what was i gonna talk about next i can't remember i came on to thank you to thank Eka, and then what i guess i i'm guess i'm having a brain fart so i will uh play some music because i can't remember what i was just going to talk about and i'll be right back Welcome back to We Live on a Planet right here on Anchor Radio. I'm so glad you're joining me. I still can't believe it's already January 17th. It just seems like it's flying by. I mean, this this month, it go and the older you get, it's gonna it just flies by. It really does. I you know I can't believe how fat. I'm talking about the greatest American hero earlier in the segment, and uh, the memories are right there, just like yesterday. A lot of them I can remember playing little league. I can remember that time of jumping off those mounds i can remember that show i can remember those times it's it's amazing i have one of those memories anyways it's one of the reasons why it's my brain for patrick my patrick's brain is uh worse my worst enemy a lot of times because my i can remember so well so many things and so sometimes i remember those terrible things you know the f-ups in my life and those are the things I want to pick up and I'm not going to anymore. Well, not, I'm not going to today. Just the same attitude I have with drinking. Not today. And, uh, oh, I, um, I don't know if I remember if I told you guys how I picked up vaping. I, I put it back down again and I gave my niece, Danielle, um, my, one of my vaping mods and said, here, take it. And so, yeah, that felt good to, Drop that stick again, but I'm I'm still sticking with habits. You know, I got to have some vices, and mine's still coffee, and I'm jacked up on it right now, and I'm feeling pretty good. My caffeine, if I don't get it, I kind of get that caffeine headache. And speaking of headaches, my wife really had one yesterday. She was really ill. She came home from work. She works weekends as a nurse, and uh, came home and uh, just. She said she didn't feel good and she was done working and then uh, was ill, just violently ill and uh, terrible headache. And it's terrible when the people that you love, when there's nothing you can do to help them and just kind of rub their back. So I did. So I feel bad for her, but she's feeling better. And uh, yeah, so that's, I have nothing more to say about that. But I do have 
what I do have to say is I have a nice phone call from Maria. So yesterday, um, after I did the show, some phone calls came in, like I was saying earlier. And uh, the producer who's looking at me, yeah, I know, looking at me right now, telling me to speed it up a little bit, that um, these they put them on some reel-to-reels for me so we can play them. So let's play the one, the other calls that we got um, from yesterday's show. We got the one from Maria that's coming in next, Maria Humphreys. So thank you, Maria, for calling in. And uh, she's talking a little bit about the structure of, like, the show, the way it's going, and then my conversation with uh, Luis from Lulu Island. And then the other calls that I have that uh, came in are about aliens. Like I was talking about, if we're, is there anybody out there, and that kind of stuff. And uh, the discussion is still open for that. The discussion, the lines are always open here. So even if the stations, the lights have already gone down, and I'm done broadcasting, that producer's always right there, ready to uh, tell me that he's got it on reel-to-reel, he or she, for me. And uh, I wish they would, instead of dealing with a reel-to-reel, fix my mic right now. Thank you. Oh, nice. They did. All right, so let's play that one call from Maria and dust off the old archives. And uh, three, two, one. <laughs> Patrick, hi, it's Maria. I just wanted to call in and let you know that I just heard your conversation with Lulu. Thank you, Lulu. And I loved it. And so many things that you guys were talking about really resonated with me. I just tried to call you to do a conference call, but it didn't work. I couldn't catch you. So I figured I'd call in. One of the things I just wanted to comment on was the idea of the structure of the station. And I have to tell you, Patrick, you are so organic in what you're presenting, but it's organized too. I love that. So I'm watching your station and you're really inspiring me. And I was just at this workshop right now. And as far as meditation goes, I teach a very specific type. And sometimes I get overwhelmed with, oh, there are so many different types. I'm supposed to know them all. No, just I need to stick with what I know. And that's what you're doing too. And asking the right questions too. Hey, thanks for tuning back in. Welcome. And thank you, Maria, for that fine phone call. Aw, shucks. Shucks, Maria. Golly. I like that. Uh, I like phone calls. It's fun. And I'm glad that uh, I have that organicness because that's what I want here. I do want it to be organic, but I want some structure. So I've been trying to tie both in, you know, and it doesn't always, you know, as I said earlier with Bobby, sometimes it turns prayer shaped. He says it doesn't. I think that it's just that worst critic in me. Cause even like this morning, the quote that I wrote, I think it's real. I think it's good. Cause otherwise I wouldn't have said it to you. But, and then all of a sudden I read it as I'm talking to you right now, I'm looking down and I'm reading it. I'm like, is it really good? Or is it just that grand Dios bipolar mania talking? Cause even I, I'm so thankful I'm going to my doctors in the next couple of days because I just feel like this meds he's got me on, they're not really where I am like in a, almost in a constant state of mania right now. And it's exhausting. And I feel very, very, very irritable. And, uh, the other day I was feeling depressed, but that depression was coming out and I was feeling irritable. Um, but now I'm kind of like that mania and just, uh, and so when I wrote this, 
fear and doubt will hold you down, learn to fly and fight for your dreams and never give up. It sounds really good to me. But I'm like, is that, is that, is it okay? Or is it just that manic brain? And so I, I question a lot of my quote unquote reality, I guess is what I should say. Cause I don't, I don't know. Sometimes, I don't know. Sometimes my reality seems very skewed to me, you know, of my perception, I guess. Um, I tend to think that I, can read minds when I can't, you know, and not, not like Tarbosh reading minds or, you know, call me now. This is Cleo. Not that. No, just like where I really feel like I'm intuitive to something that's more. And I, is that just that great? But I feel, I think that I can, I can have that. Not like reading tea leaves or anything, but like body language and body mannerisms and facial expressions and all that. I feel really acute and, uh, heightened to and uh, like if I'm in a store and I have to ask a, a attendant something or a clerk something and you can tell by their body language that instantly they don't want to deal with you or they're upset I, I, I those things really really are like heightened to me I guess and they either bother me or they resonate with me in a certain way and uh, I get hypersensitive that's what's been how I have been lately and this comes off in irritability or uh, not being able to sleep, you know, so I'm very happy that I'm going to be seeing my doctor very shortly so I can say to him, you know, I just don't think this cocktail's working because I can't slow down and I can't stop feeling anxious and I can't stop feeling irritable. And then all of a sudden the next hour or half hour or a day later, I'm wanting to crawl in a hole. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's just a, a yo-yo or something. It's terrible. And so I want to, I'm real happy that I'm going to be able to deal with him and see if we, if something works different than Vrylar. That's the name of the medicine. I'm taking Vrylar. It sounds like when I say it, it sounds like, welcome to the arena. It's Vrylar over in the corner here to take on to your depression. Here to take on everything that's bothering you. Vrylar. I mean, who, who names a medicine Vrylar? I guess somebody did. Probably Pfizer or one of those big threes. I heard Georgia D talking about the big threes earlier. You know, the antibiotics, anti-inflammatories, antidepressants. You know, those are the three that they always seem to subscri or subscribe, prescribe nowadays and uh yeah so we'll see if they, i think we'll stay on vrylar just because of the name alone i mean that way i can say vrylar i'm taking vrylar and then just see if we can mix something else up or who knows we'll see but let's play some music and then uh we'll be right back welcome back to we live on a planet right here on anchor radio how are you guys doing everything's good good uh, so yesterday I asked, do you think we're alone out there? Do you think that, you know, Roswell is real? Do you think, or not that obviously Roswell, New Mexico is real. I mean, about like the whole area 51, if there's aliens there, cause there's a real area 51, but I mean, if, you know, let's not get too technical. 
do you believe there's aliens? Do you think that we're the only species out here type stuff? And so that's what I was asking. I was curious. I just was, I'm, I really truly am a curious, not judgmental guy or the best I can. You know, I, if I was totally like that, I'd be a saint and I'm not. So of course there's judgment. The person I judge the most, Patrick, <laughs> that's, I judge myself the most. So you know, I say these things to try to change my mindset and convince myself. So I in no way am trying to be a self-help guru because I'm not. Uh, I am just trying to self-help Patrick in my little brain and my little world. And you guys are happen to be here for the ride and you help me and uh, more than you know. So thank you. And thank you for phone calls. So I have these ones about are we alone or are we not or what the take is. So let's play them. They're from yesterday and... Uh, Thank you. So here they are now, without further ado. Patrick, so I'm listening to your segment on Are We Alone? You know, I honestly don't know, but I think the movie Contact says it best. If there is nothing out there, that is an awful waste of space, right? Why would God create all of this space and not fill it with anything? So I don't know for sure. I don't know if I believe in the Area 51 or any of that stuff, but I don't know. That is an awful waste of space. Sheena, Diane, thank you so much. I appreciate that phone call. Yeah, what a waste of space it would be, right? I mean, because it's just infinite as far as we know. It's, you know, it's hard for us as humans because we have, you know, a, a very uh, finite brain you know to think infinite is difficult and you know contact that movie believe it or not i've never saw it i know that the book was really supposedly really good and then that the movie for some reason at the very very end something about with jodie foster and her dad or something and the only reason why i know about it was from like south park <laughs> back in the day when they were like oh that's like the end of contact or whatever and but I do like that quote that you just gave and there's been a lot of good movies and good takes and I just said right before your call about Area 51, I mean, because there is a real Area 51, but is there really an alien there is what I guess, you know, is what the what you mean and I totally get it because is there, how do we, how is it that we kind of know like that they're supposedly like greys or the whatever they're all called somebody out there knows somebody's cringing right now listening going he doesn't know a thing about aliens why is he talking about him because because i don't know anything about him and uh even if if somebody claims they're an expert on aliens they're not either <laughs> because as far as i know nobody's got one yet unless our government really is good at keeping secrets and i don't know if that's the case but maybe they are but i'm not sure who knows it's fun but we have another call let's find out what they have to say about it Thanks, Sheena. Stay tuned. Patrick, great segment about um, aliens. Um, I do think that they exist, and I do think they have landed on this planet, but not by accident. And without getting to X-Files or conspiracy theory, let me just ask you this. If you were to look at it scientifically, explain the pyramids around the world. I mean, literally around the world in almost every single continent, there is a, a pyramid and shaping like a landing sphere or landing space. That's just one of my theories, but it goes on even further than that. 
and to think that we're really the top of the food chain. I don't think we're so much top. We're, we're the most evasive species on in the food chain. So um, that, that's my take on it. Uh, yeah, anyhow, enjoy the segment. Welcome back. Thank you, Jason. Yeah, uh, I had said about besides us being out there, you know, I'm like, you know, here it is. We're on this planet. We're the top of the food chain. And so I think that you're, right, you know, evasive, but I still think that we're, you know, I, we're pretty much the top of the food chain. I mean, I think that a shark would probably beg to differ with me if I was in open waters with a shark. But still, um, a shark has more to fear from us than we do of a shark. Most likely humans are, we're, we're destructive. And then, you know, about the pyramids, I can't explain those. I think that is a mystery, all the way from Machu Picchu to the Great Pyramids to the Inca ruins to the Mayan temples. Uh, it's all a mystery. It really is. And I think with the landing strips, what I, I think what happens is the human brain will fill in what we know or what's familiar. And so what a thing that would be familiar for us would be a landing strip or whatever. What it was, how many... 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 6,000 years ago, like pyramids, 6,000, who knows what it was to them? Was it landing strips? I don't, yeah, yeah, those, uh, the Nastic lines, you know, who knows what those, what, what they really mean, because they can only be seen from up high, and as far as we know, we didn't have any flyings, uh, flying uh, apparatus at that time so who knows i mean it is a mystery and i love that idea because i don't know but i you know what i do know i i know i appreciate that call jason i really do and thank you for that my friend and i hope you're doing well and uh find your day this wednesday everything that you hope for and uh boy i just stumbled over my it all was smooth until then sorry jason and sorry to my listeners so thank you let's take uh we've got another Another one on these aliens. People like to talk about aliens. That's, you know, I didn't, I wasn't realizing it was going to be such a hot topic, but uh, we've got the two different, I think that people are just curious anyways, because you, you either got where people are totally think it's crazy that you'd believe in it or totally not crazy. And I think I'm, I'm in the, where I think it's totally not crazy. I mean, I think it's totally plausible, you know, the amount, amount of, space that we don't know of if we can't even find certain places on our planet still right here on this we live our planet i tried to tie in the name of the station Jeez, holy cow i'm like a walking advertisement maybe i need a business card so i can just give it to somebody or make magnets boy i get off on tangents okay so uh let me take that other phone call we have about aliens we'll be right back thanks jason <laughs> Aliens. Hmm. See, here's the thing, and this has always baffled me. Neil deGrasse Tyson says he doesn't, see, I, if I remember correctly, he doesn't believe in aliens. Not just that they didn't crash, but he doesn't believe that they're possible. Which baffles my mind, because he has entertained the idea of multiple multiverses. Statistically speaking, that means we can't possibly be the only uh, sentient, you know, uh, uh, creatures in this, I don't even know what to call it, in the multi-multiverses, whether they crashed here or not, I don't know. But I don't know if you saw it or not, sometime in the last few months, a bunch of files were declassified, 
One in particular is a video clip shown from a couple of jet fighters that witnessed something moving faster than anything we have and moving in ways they can't explain. And per the files, this isn't the only sighting of such a thing. So thinking about the multi-multiverses, if there are aliens out there, which I suspect there are, then, like you said, they're going to have technology and a way to get here that is far advanced from what we have. Meaning, it's also possible that whatever technology they have could bring them from another multiverse. I mean, there is so much we don't know, so to say that they don't exist, I don't understand that. But I am not an astrophysicist, just a curious woman asking questions. Welcome back, and thank you, Seeking Plum, for that phone call. And, you know, I can't, I didn't look it up because what my memory is, we'll play that whisper game, but what my memory is, is Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, and I I'll, I should Google it. You know, I should have Googled before I pushed the red button, but I just want it to be natural, organic. Uh, I remember him saying that he does believe in aliens, but doesn't believe that they've crashed here or came here, is what the way I remember it. And, uh, but you're probably right. You maybe, you know, cause, cause I thought he said something about that. He, you know, without, with the amount of stars and the amount of this, the probability would be that there would be. And that's what I've heard quite a few, um, intelligent people say. And I'm definitely on that belief of not that I'm in that intelligent round realm of people, but I'm in that belief that we don't know squat. Like you said, so for us to just flat out say, no, I don't believe is, is absurd. I think it's absolutely absurd. Like, um, earlier we, there's parts of our planet that we haven't even, you know, there's parts of the Amazon jungle that we'll never step foot in. Well, we will, if we keep going the rate we are now, but you know what I mean? There's ants or creatures out there that will never run into a human in their lifetime. And so if, if that's the way it is there, what, who knows what it's like out there and the multi multiverses like you're talking about, like, yeah, like string theory or anything, but you know, if they could fold that proverbial time and just where you get them closer together instead of the, the straight line of the closest distance, you fold them. And then next thing you know, you're right there of the multiverse and the string theory, that stuff makes your brain itch. That is crazy stuff, but I like it. And thank you, Seeking Plum, for, for the call, and I appreciate it, and your take on what you think about aliens. So thanks, guys. That was fun. Feel free to call into the station, and uh, we'll keep it going with another song. And uh, thanks again for all of the guys, for all the guy, all you guys who played in and called in and uh, decided to give your sense on what do you think. All right, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Got a song to play. Welcome back to We Live on a Planet. Well, that was fun. We got to practice our thought process today, talk about aliens, talk about a bunch of other things, and uh, getting ready to wrap the show up. And right as I'm coming on, uh, producers tell me we have one more call that we got just enough time to take. So let's take that one last call, find out who it is on line two. Stay tuned with us so we can find out who it is together. I'm curious, aren't you? Stay tuned. Patrick, what's up, bro? Gator Johnny here. I agree as far as archiving and making it episodes. I don't care if anyone ever listens to it outside of Anchor. My main focus is here, but I do make everything I do every single day, I do it, uh, I make it into an episode because I want to archive it as well. It's kind of like a journal, right? 
it's kind of like a journal for my kids. One day they're going to want to listen back. What was dad thinking at this time? What was he thinking? What was the topic of the day? Where was his mindset? They can follow my struggle. They can follow my journey, right? So, yeah, bro, I agree. Archive everything. Make your home an anchor if you want, but archive everything. Turn everything into a podcast because even if it's not listened to now, one day it will be listened to and it will be appreciated. Welcome back to We Live on a Planet. Thank you, Gator Johnny from the Gator Pet, the very own Gator Johnny. Come visit over We Live on a Planet. Thank you, man. Awesome. And, you know, I can't agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more. I really, you know, it's just awesome because I feel the same way. And I am a huge, huge history buff. I love history. And right now we are creating it. And it might sound like nothing, but trust me, a historian's going to love this because the simplest things that we'll try to find out at Fort Ontario, if we had something like we have right now, would make everything just so much easier. You know, and so even though we might seem like a nobody right now, there's still people that I will talk about at that fort that were around in 1755 or 18, six, 1868, you know, they're just stationed there. 55 guys stationed there and they're just uh one of the many hundreds and hundreds of thousands or millions that fought in the civil war and now they're stationed at this dump of a fort because it hadn't been taken care of you know that much they're just starting to work on it again starting to to build up the stone and you know but the buildings are staying in the they're built in the 1840s now it's the 1860s, so, you know, things are getting a little bit older. They're not talked about, or those guys are just a, not thinking they're going to get talked about. And we show, you know, you go visit Fort Ontario now, walk up to it, and you can look at their bunks and see the way these guys used to live and what they stayed. And they were privates. You know, some were just privates, so it's not like they were a, a four-star general and they get talked about, so... To, ha to have Ezra Riggs, that's just one of the names, to be able to have him besides his paperwork or, um, you know, Kilpatrick, have him talk about his painting as he's painting it, how awesome that would be. These are guys that are, you know, that were stationed at Fort Ontario and there's so many more. So I love that idea, Gator Johnny, of it being that we are archiving it and that we are having it for something that, can be passed on for generations and generations, and it might be nothing or nonsense, but it's going to be relevant. Think about things, that, how relevant they are. Like, watch an old Let's Make a Deal, and then watch a new Let's Make a Deal. And I know this sounds weird, like off-topic, but you watch an old Let's Make a Deal with Monty Hall. I think that was the, the guy that was the host. And you look at the way that people are dressed you look at the way they spoke, you look at their makeup, you look at the guy's ties, you look at the things that they had in their purse, you look at, and it seems so bizarre to us when we compare it to the new Let's Make a Deal. And I don't even watch that show. It's just something that popped into my head because flipping through the other day that Let's Make a Deal, one was the new one was on. And I said to my wife, imagine in another 80 years, Somebody's going to look at the let's make a deal that's on right now and look at it and go, oh, my God, look at how funny they look. Look what they're wearing. Look at what they're. Oh, he's giving 
He's given her money. Holy cow, they actually used paper money still. Isn't that weird? And she just kind of looks at me like I'm crazy, but I look at the old, let's make a deal, and it looks weird to me, and I'm not even 50. If it looks weird to me, what's, what is let's make a deal going to look like in that many years? And I'm just using that example as a big one. What is everything? What is our world? What is us? What are we going to look like in another 50 years? So to archive this and say, okay, well, they thought this was something kind of new. They were able to get these smartphones and they're like, what smartphone? Well, yeah, they still use phones. They still, whatever. They didn't have an implant. They didn't use the chip. Well, no, they, they didn't even like the idea of self-driving cars that made them scared. Well, but didn't they think it would save people? Yeah, but they wanted to have control. They were, they were a race of, of people, a culture of control. They would never let go. You know, who knows? I'm just spitballing. But yeah, so archive, archive, create and create and just save it. That's what I've been doing. Thanks, Gator Johnny. And thanks, guys, for tuning in today. I will see you guys tomorrow at We Live on a Planet. Same time, same planet channel. See you guys. Mm -hmm.